Good morning. Today is Sunday, March the 3rd, and we are starting our third week of Lent um, in this altered series. Uh, my prayer is that you have already found the transforming power of surrender. So I'm Susan Kent, and this is your wake up call. I'd like to invite you to join me in our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, First and Foremost. Hear now the word of the Lord from Leviticus chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, their offering is to be of the finest flour. They are to pour olive oil on it and put incense on it and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of the flour and oil, together with all the incense, and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. Now consider this. This is a new week, and we are going to be embracing the surrender of worry. Um, if the reports from mental health experts are correct, and I do believe that they are, this is desperately needed by a growing number of adults, especially our young adults. Worry seems to be this invisible burden that many of us carry on a daily basis. So why is it that we worry? Do we not trust in God's goodness? Or maybe we don't even believe that we deserve God's provision. This week, we're going to face some very common worries, like not having enough or not having anything, worries about being enough, not knowing our future, and not being able to let go of all of our worries. So whatever the root cause of this mental weight, God has invited us to surrender our worry in exchange for the trust of his unfailing love. In Leviticus, this second type of offering that God directed his people to give, it was a grain offering, or the Hebrew word is mincha. Interestingly enough, it is the only offering that did not involve an animal sacrifice, although it often accompanied a burnt offering. That's the one that we studied last week. So why grain? Well, as you read stories in the Old Testament, you find that bread was a fundamental piece of their diet, whether you were rich or you were poor. Having flour and oil to make bread was essential to living. And it was this common bond between all people. 
Now, this offering also provided for the priests. While the burnt offering was wholly consumed, part of the grain offering was meant to support those who served God. And there are two words that rise up. Yes, that's baking humor. From today's passage, and the two words are anyone and finest. So one of my favorite parts of the communion liturgy in our Wesleyan expression occurs when the pastor provides the invitation, reminding those who have gathered that the altar is an open table and all are welcome to come and receive. You only need to have a repentant heart. So both in this offering lesson and in our communion liturgy is this word, anyone. Whether you're rich or you're poor, whether you are well-connected or you're lonely, whether you are of the highest heritage or the lowest, you are invited to encounter God. We don't have to worry if we, if we measure up or if the Lord will accept us. He desires that all will come into his presence. So anyone is such an important word in this passage. But the second word is finest. So just as the burnt offering was to be of the highest value, the grain was also expected to be the best or the finest. The grain offering can also be referred to as the first fruits offering. You might remember that in Genesis chapter 4, You can read the story of Cain and Abel bringing their offerings to God. And Abel brought the first fruits of his livestock. But Cain, from his offering from his garden, it ended up not being the finest. That caused God to be angry, and it resulted, as you will remember, in a fatal conflict between the brothers. So we don't have to hold back our best, our finest. Because God never holds back from us. Hear that again. Let that soak in. We do not have to hold back what's best because we can trust God with it. He never holds back his best from us. Instead, we can trust God to provide because the Lord is good and he is faithful. So let's just take a moment and just reflect on your life right now. Are you carrying any invisible burden of worry today? Let me tell you that we can and we should trust not only who we are, but also what we have and give it to the Lord who loves us and who promises to be our provider. The prayer. Lord, we want to give you our first and our finest. You are worthy of more than we can give, so we give you our best. And we pray that you will use it for your kingdom. Amen. The questions. Do you worry more about who you are or what you have? And why is that your worry? And where have you failed to give the first fruits of your life and your resources? For The Awakening, I'm Susan Kent. I hope that this week begins um, just in a beautiful way and that you begin to surrender your worry. 
We'll see you tomorrow. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.